Yes, yes, terrific to be back. This is Entrepreneur's Verse, episode two. And we have today what I think is the second longest formed team on the cohort. You might be noticing a trend here. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the show, Krista Pangovsky and Johnny Mack from Anaptisa. Hello. Hey, thank you for having us. An absolute pleasure. What are you working on? Well, I guess I'll take this one. Um, so we, um, we, we, we're looking at the way people work in factories. So uh, you probably heard before uh, we talked about that there's some 300 million people working on production lines, but they're effectively blind to uh, any type of factory analytics. Um, and in a time when, um, you know, when things like resources are becoming more scarce and so on, defects and waste are really not cool. Um, now, th those 300 million people, in a sense, are responsible for perhaps uh, two plus trillion dollars worth of defects uh, every year. And we are basically trying to stop that. That's, that's a lot of defects to try and stop. I'm glad someone's tackling that. Um, how is that going so far? What progress have you guys been making? Yeah, no, um, I think we're doing well. So what we're building is a computer vision stack, which is able to look at how human operators are working on the factory line. And so uh, we're able to use the computer vision to see how um, people are, how long people are taking to put things together, what they're doing, uh, how they're putting things together, such that, you know, if people are taking too long, um, it's not to say that we want to penalize them or anything, but uh, to recognize whether they need more training, whether they just even have like broken equipment, right? Like uh, if someone has like a broken spanner, that might be slowing them down. Um, can we do something uh, where we can help the people or augment people on the factory lines? And uh, no, I think it's been going great. Um, I mean, we've been really productive um, uh, at the beginning uh, and so now as well. Um, and uh, yeah, we're just getting along, I guess. Um, That's good to hear. I, um, I've i heard some interesting stories about you guys in the early weeks of Anaptis. So could you fill uh, the listeners in on that? Yeah, sure. Um, so so I, I guess worth pointing out, you know, Initially, this idea came, um, you know, from, from <clears throat> both Johnny's work in asset management and my work in uh, in holographics and lasers. Um, <clears throat> now, the, the the basic idea uh, started with, with 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 this concept that we can fingerprint. And I don't mean that in the sense of like a literal fingerprint, but rather um, a process fingerprint, so that we can fingerprint how a process occurs. Um, and use that fingerprint as a sort of visual problem to defect uh, to detect where defects are occurring and and and, uh, and other uh, other things. Um, so in order to do that, we you know we, we we when we were thinking about how to build our technology stack, um, obviously with the coronavirus hitting meant that you know all the laboratories and everything else got shut down. So. Uh, Probably about what was it, about a month ago, uh, I uh, I started uh, sort of very hurriedly uh, nicking all the all the gear that we needed out of my out, out of my lab at uh, University of Cambridge. Um, obviously, with full knowledge of my professor, <laughs> and um, yeah, so it was it was quite a bizarre time. So we're going into the lab and you know having you know from like millions of pounds worth of equipment to essentially lugging the most important bits and pieces and setting them up, um, you know, as you heard, first in my kitchen, then in my, uh, in my office upstairs in the loft. So, so we're very much, uh, yeah, <laughs> working out of our sheds at the moment. 
Well, that leads me perfectly onto my next question, which is how are you finding working in this remote environment? Like, how has that affected your team? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think we've worked well as a, as a remote team. I think there was, uh, you know, I think everyone's concerned of how we do work remotely. Um, we, we started off a very um, early on. We just had these uh, daily stand-ups at half nine every morning. And that's kept us going. It's keeping us in check. But we're always on Slack, uh, you know, you know, messaging each other with anything that we find, um, you know, any news or anything that we just find funny, right? Uh, just, I think we have a very casual kind of feel to us. And, uh, you know, Slack has definitely helped us. I work remotely. Do you find Slack is your main source of communication or do you use any other tools like a Google Drive or like a Trello board? Oh, yeah. uh, we, we are, yes. Oh, sorry, Johnny. Yeah, yes. So we, um, we actually use a whole bunch of different things, you know, for uh, sort of minute to minute comms, um, you know, it, yeah, it is very much uh, uh, around Slack. But we actually have a uh, we've set up um, Atlassian Confluence, uh, essentially a you know set of project pages where we uh, log, if you like, everything from uh, you know everything from risk registers to what our technology stack looks like, uh, all the interviews that we're doing, we're making notes. So we use Airtable very heavily uh, to pick out all the interesting uh, golden nuggets from customer conversations and uh, to produce our customer funnels. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, we're, we're pretty much hacking together every aspect of what we need to do because we obviously can't be in the same place. So we need to utilize the online tools that are available to their maximum effect. Big shout out to Airtable and the EF team for the credits that they've supplied us with. Um, I'm sure a lot of members of the cohort find that very useful. Um, following from that, are there anything that you've learned from being on the EF cohort itself? How has your interaction been with other teams and other members of the LD14 tribe? Um, yeah, no, I, I think for, for me, I'm definitely catching up. I mean, I'm always conscious that, you know, we are the second longest team that have, uh, you know, been together. And, uh, you know, everyone's like going through the breakup processes and re-ideating. And, uh, you know, I do like going to touch bases with other people uh, just to see how their experiences have been and uh, you know catching up with people and even just for a chat really um, I think a lot of times uh, I mean I've also been in a situation where starting your own business is very lonely uh, and you know you read all these articles about that as well um, but you know having the cohort here and talking to people uh, about how their experiences it really does feel like we're all on a similar boat uh, all with similar goals as well so it's very nice to have that cohort of people um going through the same thing and someone you know people to talk to and obviously the the ef uh, team as well like uh, any 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 problems that i find um i think are very approachable and uh you know i'm happy to talk to them at any time some more high praise for the ef team they'll be loving this um very much yeah to finish up just talking more about what you guys are working on uh where do you see the future of that industry say in five or ten years how would it impact the average person, the average consumer? Well, th this is a really interesting question. I think it's open to a lot of debate. Now, we, there are two camps, right? Camp one is everything's moving towards robotics, right? Um, having worked in, you know, in manufacturing and been pretty much at the, at the cutting edge of research, I, I do see that. I do see that happening a lot. But so Jonathan and I are very much in the human camp, okay? We, we really believe that uh, human beings are going to be on production lines for the next two lifetimes yeah so uh, you know even by the most optimi optimistic projections um robotics and automation 
uh, are only going to be able to replace perhaps you know a, 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 another portion of the manufacturing industry maybe in the next 80 years but the conversations that we're having the insights we're gaining um you know fr from our uh, from our customers is actually that there are so many operations that are simply not doable by robots right and it cannot be automated uh, we also spoke to quite a lot of automation companies who are telling us the same things. So that just tells us that human beings are there to stay. And actually, that's kind of the way we want it. Perfect. I think that moves us nicely on to it's the quickfire round. So I'm going to ask you guys uh, a series of questions um, comparing two topics. I just want your quick off the cuff answer as to which you prefer. Okay, so so we'll we'll do this. So, so you, whenever you ask a question, Johnny goes first, I go second. Yeah, something like you that. Yeah, you can get at the same time. Okay. Yep. I want your initial, off the cuff, <laughs> innate reactions. Do it. Do it. PyTorch or TensorFlow? TensorFlow. TensorFlow. Android or iPhone? iPhone. Pub or club? Pub. Morning or evening? Evening. Evening. Bitcoin or Ethereum? Bitcoin. Real money. <laughs> Techno or rock? Rock. Rock. Pasta or pizza? Pizza. I feel like we've got a lot of agreement. Here, <laughs> um, were there any actually you disagreed on that? I guess Bitcoin, real money. We can get into that. That's maybe for a, another series. Another podcast, yeah. Um, and now we move on to our second super fun round. It's under or overrated. I shout out a simple topic and similar to the previous round. I want you to tell me if you think it's over or underrated. <laughs> okay. Remote working. Under. Underrated. Venture capitalists. Overrated. Overrated. Netflix. Overrated. Overrated. Slack. Underrated. Slack. Underrated. Mike Phillips' music taste. <laughs> Underrated. <laughs> Uh, Real-time factory analytics. Underrated. Well, thank God you agree on that one. Um, yeah, that, that would have been a showstopper. <laughs> Krista, Johnny, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, thank you very much for joining the show and sharing your experience with both myself and the listeners. Um, I've had a blast. I hope you guys have too. And um, I hope the listeners tune in next time for the third episode of Entrepreneurs World. Stay safe, guys. Thank you. Thank you, David, very much. It's been a pleasure.